What is going on, you animals? Thanks for the click. This is the Intelligently Resigned Show. I am your host, Adrian, podcasting to you from the nether regions of the Intertron, more specifically, beautiful Waikiki, Honolulu, Hawaii. And uh, I got the family out uh, to the annual Pride Parade here in Waikiki. I don't think they call it the uh, Gay Pride Parade anymore. I think it's just like pride for everyone, you know? So I get to be a proud uh, heterosexual man on this day. It's great. And I am so happy to be joined here with my beautiful bride and my 3.5-year-old son. Uh, Caitlin, how are you? Love, you are officially 11 months pregnant. How's that going? Terrible. Awesome. Where are you on the misery index right now, honey? A 10. Out of 9? Yes. Perfect. But we finally settled in. Uh, I brought you an umbrella to block some of the sun because it is a hot day. Uh, Overall, this is tolerable and now getting into enjoyable almost. Now that we're here, it is getting closer to enjoyable. Aw, and I got you a Coca-Cola with lots of ice as you desired, which you don't normally advocate for drinking sugary drinks, but uh, why, why do you occasionally have a Coke, love? Because I wanted to throw up and it settles my stomach. <laughs> Very nice, I'm don't sure, throw up the baby. I'm sure everybody really wants to hear about that. So Ruben, how do you like the parade so far, Babas? It's really good. Yeah, that's right. So uh, for those of you who uh, may not have heard before, I try to uh, speak to my son ex- in Spanish mostly. And uh, But don't worry, uh, I'm getting worse at doing that. And as I've mentioned, you know, this is only to uh, increase the number of females that he could uh, communicate with in order to uh, try and get in their chonies, you know? and Or men for that matter, nowadays, you know, that's fine too. So for you non-Spanish speakers, go ahead and just pause this now and then go and learn Spanish really quick and then come on back. Okay, ¿cómo estás? Bienvenidos, cabrones. Ruben, ¿cuántos años tienes tú, Ruben? I'm three years old because I'm bigger. Aha, you're bigger now, huh? And uh, the show has people in it. Correcto, Ruben. So, Ruben, ¿tú estás feliz que vas a tener un hermanito? Yeah, because if the cars are going to go through, because they're going to go through the road. Okay, I don't think he's understanding that Spanish part. Ruben, what do you see, Babas? I see trucks, cars. Uh-huh. And who's in the truck? People. What's he doing? He's, one of them are standing, some are standing up and sitting down. Ah, very good, very good. Hey, Ruben, we're going to do a big reveal today. Uh, Would you like to tell people the name of your little brother? Yeah, because it's Lucas Laser Ramirez. Aha, Lucas Laser. And that is laser with a Z. And that actually has a meaning. Love, uh, can you explain to uh, the listeners why we're giving our son the middle name of Laser? (laughs) This is a really random interlude in this podcast. Thank you, love. (laughs) Just answer the question. Uh, Laser is my grandfather's name. And it's with a Z. L-A-Z-E-R. And it's kind of a Jewish thing? It's a Jewish name. Never heard of that before. Well, now you have. <laughs> well, I'm stoked. I'm jealous that I don't have the middle name Laser. So, love, how excited are you to finally have this little humanoid out of you? Ecstatic. He's getting too big for me. <laughs> right now, his feet are permanently positioned on my ribs. Awesome. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Check it out, Ruben. ¿Te gusta el desfile? Yeah. 
What else do you see? There's all different kinds of trucks. Do you like electronic dance music? Yeah. Oh, well, it's a good thing. We're going to have a lot of it here today. Oh, yeah. So it is LGBT Pride Month. I don't know how they got the whole month. and It's a great month, too. You know, it just goes to show gays have a, a great publicist. You know, Mexicans have Mexican Heritage Month, but it's not even like in a, a proper month. It's not like September, you know? It starts from September 15th to October 15th. It's Isn't that an injustice? I think it just goes to of show... all the injustices that <laughs> Latino people have, or Mexicans, I guess, have faced, I think that's one of the lesser ones. This is the worst one. <laughs> I think it just goes to show that Mexicans are always late, and then they stay too long, you know, until the party's way over, you know? That's totally true. <laughs> you like that joke, honey? Yeah, I like that one. Oh, so if, you know that one? If you're a representative of all Mexican people, then yeah. yes, that's what you do. Okay. Hey, where's everybody going? I thought this was a party. It's still October. Let's keep partying. Am I racist for laughing? Yes. Michael! Yes. All right, that was just the uh, gaytheist Michael from a previous episode. He was the head of the uh, committee for the Pride uh, several years, and then uh, this year's now just a participant. So I just got some uh, show notes that I wanted to put out there uh, to you guys. First off, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, that is freaking awesome. Very adventurous of you. I don't know why you listen. Some people uh, are listening that I'm not even related to, which is awesome. And it's just a great privilege, you know, to get the opportunity to try to mildly entertain you as you go throughout your day and your average life. Uh, you guys are awesome. And if you're digging it and uh, any feedback that you want to throw out there, I just want to remind you guys, follow me on Twitter at IResignedShow. Go ahead, leave me a question or a comment, and I'll uh, answer it on the air. And when I say ask me a question, I mean ask me anything, anything at all. Also, if you listen on iTunes or on the iPhone podcast app, go to the show page and uh, give Puppy a review. Super easy to drop five stars in there. Also, if you are a new listener, I just wanted to uh, encourage you to go back wherever you found this episode and check out some of the older episodes. Uh, check out some of the episode titles and see if there's anything that uh, piques your interest there. In fact, go for all of them. Download them all. In my interviews, we don't really cover like current events and hot topics and stuff like that. It's pretty much just uh, it's evergreen. Yeah, that's what we call it in the biz. So while we're here at the uh, Pride Parade, I think uh, it's appropriate to talk about a different Caitlyn that's been recently in the news. So uh, how stoked are you, love, about the new Caitlyn Jenner? Uh, I'm really happy for her that she's come out. I wish she had chosen a different name. <laughs> and did she spell it the right way or the wrong way? No, of course she spelled it the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> so Caitlyn, I completely agree that what Bruce did was brave, but I think people are throwing around the word hero pretty loosely, and it just reminds me of the way people loosely throw around the words genius and miracle. You know, but what say you, Caitlin? Is what uh, Bruce slash Caitlin did, uh, is that heroic? 
Yeah, I think it is heroic. I How mean, you figure? Well, I see that there are sort of big heroes on grand scales, and then there are small heroic acts, and I think that you know takes a lot of courage and um, well, just a lot of courage, I guess. To but is that heroism? Yes, I think displaying courage is one of the qualifications of being a hero. And, you know, the fact is is that she's doing it on a very public stage. She's, you know, uh, flying in the face of sort of her family and having to be true to herself despite, you know, uh, adversity that she might face. And I think that's heroic. Whenever anybody, you know, goes up against adversity, you know, that to me is heroism. You said it's on a small scale. Can we say it's on a tiny scale? No, I don't think it's a tiny scale. In any case, I just think, you know, that's a really uh, major change for anybody to make, and it takes a lot of courage. I mean, just look at how much courage it takes for some people just to say that they're gay, and that's, you know, more acceptable than transitioning from male to female. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I think it is a heroic act, and I think that by her, you know, deciding to do this in such a public way, you know, uh, it it shows people, you know, what this experience is like and hopefully, you know, allows society to accept it a little bit more and um, gives people a role model um, who may have otherwise, you know, been scared to do it themselves. So I think it's heroic and I don't think it's a tiny heroic mm. act. I don't think he's burning Settle into for a, he's rushing into a burning building, but um, that doesn't mean it's not heroic. Straight up. Well, I guess just because I'm a cynical bastard, I do want to remind fellow LGBT allies who have praised Jenner for her actions and outspokenness is that Bruce or Caitlin, I don't know how Caitlin's going to be now, but Bruce was a conservative Republican who has voted to support politicians who actively fight against LGBT rights and are in positions of power to do so, you know? And not to say that, you know, people don't have their inconsistencies or whatever. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's a great sound system. But I wonder if now with this transition, uh, Caitlin will be less supportive of assholes that, uh, that fight against LGBT rights, huh? Yeah, seriously. One can only hope, right? Mm-hmm. I guess that uh, there are um, gay people who are conservative and Republican, so... Yeah, there's a group called the Log Cabin Republicans, and every year at uh, CPAC and at the Republican conventions and stuff, they do not allow them to speak. Well, and I, I mean, I think if you're going to uh, recognize diversity, then you have to recognize all kinds of diversity, and you can't put people into boxes. So you can't say just because you get your gay, you have to be liberal. You know, I mean, yeah. people get to choose who they are, even if you see that as inconsistent. People are allowed to be inconsistent. I mean, it's not awesome, but no. But also, we all have our inconsistencies to different degrees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm perfectly consistent. Oh, yeah, I forgot. (laughs) What are those, Ruben? Those are race cars. And one of them are green. Wow, look at that green race car. So one of them are blue and green. Which one do you like better, Ruben? The green one, but not all of the colors. Are there colors that you don't like, Ruben? No. But just your favorite color is... It's green because I like it. Honey, do you think being at the Gay Pride Parade is going to make our baby gay? 
That's the dumbest question you've ever asked. <laughs> Isn't it contagious? What, being dumb? Hey, you think our baby's gonna be dumb? <laughs> God, I hope not. Also, I just want to announce as a friend of the lesbian community, uh, if there are any uh, lesbian couples out there who would like a sperm donor and want to cut out the middleman and the bureaucracy of, uh, you know, laboratories and turkey basters and stuff like that, please feel free to hit me up. I would be happy to uh, contribute. As you can see, I have a track record. My first one's adorable. I don't know what the second one is going to look like, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be goddamn adorable. So if one of you, uh, one of you broads are uh, willing to tolerate a contribution from the Adrian, I have, uh, I'm pretty sure I have permission from my wife to go ahead and do that. Is that right, babe? No. I thought we talked about this before. We did, and I said no. Oh, wait. Well, then what am I going to do? Then Okay, so it'll just be cheating. I... Will it still be cheating if it's with a lesbian who's having an even worse of a time than you do? <laughs> uh, I it's guess... still going to be disgusting and sad, but... <laughs> I don't know what to say. Awesome. <laughs> I told this, uh, this same joke <clears throat> at a dinner party the other night. And Caitlin loved it. She was dying of laughter. She gave me like three high fives. Remember that? No, I don't oh, remember that at oh, all. No, well, you went to hit me and I blocked it with my hand. And then, so I'm counting that as a high five, okay? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did not give you a high five over this joke. <laughs> <laughs> all right, two dudes in green Speedos. One of them's twerking. Look at that, hunt. Can you move like that? Definitely not. Just because you're pregnant or because you're not gay? Uh, I don't think I could ever move like that. That was pretty impressive. That was not a bear. I think that was a twink. Yes, that was definitely a twink. This woman walked like three miles in like five inch stiletto heels. She deserves a trophy just for... Ooh. <laughs> what happened right as you said she deserves a trophy, honey? <laughs> She twisted her ankle and almost fell, but caught herself. <laughs> I think you jinxed her. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. She's pretty badass. Okay, so that was a successful parade experience. Uh, now we have a parade of cars going by. Uh, what did you think, love? It was great. I think uh, next time we hear from you, you will have an infant. Uh, so good luck on the whole birthing situation there. <laughs> Thanks. Go ahead and say bye to the people of the Innertron. Bye, people of the Innertron. Ruben, did you like the parade? Yeah. Say bye to everyone. Bye. Can you go ahead and say something adorable? I see all of these race cars in front of me. Pretty cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Say Baba Booey. <laughs> and so sure enough, there are my reliable Christian fundy friends. They're as reliable as the tide, it's wonderful. They are out here to spread the message to make sure that people know that homosexuality and acceptance of homosexuality is a bad, naughty, naughty sin. It's not okay. So let's go hear uh, what they have to say and then also some of the reaction of the people around them. Already, I don't know, I've mentioned uh, in my episode with uh, the atheist Michael that I don't like sometimes to the degree to which the people protest and tell them to shut up and not share their bad ideas. But I also uh, do support also this, this is just the marketplace of ideas now. And things are getting actually a little heated right now with uh, plenty of confrontation. The cops, there's about four police officers standing ground here. Make sure nobody does anything too crazy. 
recognizing that words are very different than actions. Let's check it out. One lady's just sitting here with a Jewish flag on her back. She's sitting Indian style, kind of like meditating. She's rocking back and forth. Uh, it's next to a sign that says, Jesus is the answer. He changes lives. This is good stuff. God is pleading with you today. Why would you want to wait till, till tomorrow? Do not wait till Sunday to get your heart right with the Lord. The Bible says today is that day. Now is that time so he can bring you to his kingdom. Hey guy, how you doing? Can I ask you a couple quick questions for my show? Sure. Uh, what's your first name and is there a group that you're with right now? Uh, my first name is Vasil and uh, we're with Jesus. We're just here to call people to repentance because we love them. We love them enough so they don't have to go and end up in, in hell. Vasil, where are you from originally? Uh, I was born in Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine. How long have you been in the United States for? Uh, for like almost 20 years. How do you like it here? I love it. It's good. The freedom of expression is great. Exactly, huh? yeah. Especially when you preach the word of God. <laughs> what's something that would happen to you if you were to be doing this in Ukraine? Uh, I'd probably get more persecuted and probably beaten and even maybe thrown in jail. Would you say that you faced any persecution here for being a Christian? Uh, yeah, yeah, we got hit, we got spit on, we got all kind of persecution, thrown stuff, and we even got shot at. Really? Here yeah. in the U.S.? Uh, yeah, yeah, in Chinatown. No in shit. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure that was because you were a Christian? Uh, yes, we were preaching there every day and, you know, people hate us because we preach all over the place, you know, bars and many different kind of wicked places, so they hate us. When people in the United States, Americans, talk about Christians being persecuted here, but you being from Ukraine, knowing where you're from and the type of persecution, don't you think that that takes away from the actual persecution that people face in Ukraine? You know, being that Christians are the majority and in the majority of positions of power here? Well, I understand it, but you know, it doesn't matter where you are, you're still going to get persecuted. So whatever God calls you, you know, to be persecuted, you know, God's will to send people to do their ministry. And what is your brief message to homosexuals? Uh, I love them so much that I want them to repent and to be with me where our Lord and Christ is, Jesus Christ, so we can be all together in the kingdom of God, in Christ's presence. Uh, do you consider yourself to be a biblical literalist? Uh, as in like every word of the Bible is exactly true as written? Yes, yes. God does not lie. He would not pervert his word. And then Adam and Eve are actually people that existed in the real world? Yes. Would you describe the world to be thousands of years old or billions of years old? Thousands, just like the Bible says. Uh, and then Noah's flood happened? Uh, yes. What is your best evidence outside of the Bible for a worldwide flood? Worldwide flood? Yeah. Uh, well, you have to look at the scientific evidence, but uh, the best witness that all that true is me, myself. The way I used to live, the way my life is, and the way I see life is now. and The, the way I see how God is walking with me and is in my life. Where, where is God walking with you? How do you know that he's there since he's, he's invisible, right? That's right. So he's in me because through the Holy Spirit that we have in our body, we know him, we feel him, and we know that he walks and lives with us because of our way of life. How do you know that the things written in the Bible are actually true? Uh, What's the best evidence that you have that the claims made in the Bible are actually true? Uh, my life and all, all other believers' lives. But what about the, the natural claims that it makes about the world? Not just your feeling about what you feel to be true, but like the evidence that the actual claims made about the world are in fact true. Well, uh, well Jerusalem is the big thing. All the prophecies that happened, happened you know, that's, that's all evidence. So What's, the, evidence. what's the best prophecy in the Bible? Jesus, like the one most that's most impressive to you? Well, that Jesus came and died for us and how he exactly died. And even to the single detail, you know, that he was pierced, you know, all those stuff. So it's a, even the single details of how Jesus died for us. It's the best, best prophecy we know we have. Jesus studied and read the Bible, right? Uh, 
Yes, yes. So didn't he know some of those prophecies in the Old Testament? He knew about going into Jerusalem on a donkey and stuff like that? Yeah, he fulfilled them all. So how hard is it to fulfill a prophecy about reading something that somebody wrote hundreds of years ago and then I just go and do it? Like, if well, I went and did that, would you call me a prophet? Well, see, uh, it's not so simple because even many people, like, not many people, only few people believe in that prophecy. So. Uh, when you go back and look at it, you know, nobody could fulfill it because it wasn't open, it wasn't revealed to them. Mm -hmm. So nobody could except the one that knows it all, the one that was sent and was led by the Spirit of God to fulfill all those prophecies. So no, no man could ever done that. Mm -hmm. So I understand that you're against two men having anal sex, is that correct? Uh, I'm not against it, but I don't support it. It's, it's, it's wicked, it's evil. It's a sin, right? Yes, it's a sin. Is it a sin for me to have anal sex with my wife? Uh, yes. That's a sin? That's a what sin. about for her to give me oral sex? That's a sin too. So she, even though we're married, she's not allowed to give me oral yes, sex? because that's not how God designed that. Jesus, I think she must be reading the Bible or something. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know what it is for two women to scissor? No. It's really cool. It's when they open their legs together and then they put them together kind of like scissors and then they rub their vaginas together like for pleasure, you know? Okay. It's, it feels really good to them, I guess. Okay. Super cool. I don't know if you've ever seen it. But is that worse or is divorce worse? It's all the same. God says he hates divorce and he hates all kind of wickedness and evil. But not all sins are equal, right? Uh, There's variety of sins that are, some are worse than others, right? Okay. Uh, do you agree with that? Uh, yes. But in your uh, understanding of uh, your God, which one is worse, divorce or two girls scissoring? Uh, which one do you think God would think it, is it, worse? It's not what, first of all, it's not what I think. It's what God says. No, it's I know. God. But which one do you think that God would See, think is worse? I, I don't have my own understanding that you know it's what God says so if God says all sin is evil and wicked breaks God's law you know it's all it's all the same to me but God mentions God. divorce but he doesn't mention scissoring huh well there's, he doesn't mention many things you know so so uh -huh. it's just because it doesn't mention doesn't mean it's not sin when you think of God do you think of him as a father a friend or a master like which in what order would you put those like friend father or master well uh, if you want to be technical I mean he calls us to be his sons so when I have a relationship with him that's what we should have in our religion you know I call him a father because that's what he is through Jesus Christ but he's also your master right yes and then well, so whatever he says goes is that right yes. anything that God says to do is then therefore moral right yes so if God were to, to tell you, like you say you have a relationship with God, if you were to understand that God is telling you to do something that society in general deems as immoral, would you then go ahead and do that and feel that it is a moral thing to do if you're understanding that God is telling you to do that? Well, see, God already told us what we need to do in His Word. So is God saying nothing else nowadays? Uh, no, he is, but he works through his spirit in us. Only through spirit, not through written word anymore, right? Through his word and through the spirit. But God is done being an author, yeah? Uh, say again? An author. Yes. Like writing things down. Now he just communicates through spirit? Yes. And you hear people that, um, that say that God is communicating them uh, things through their spirit the same way that you say, but there's things that perhaps you might not agree with. Have you ever experienced that? That there's somebody that's saying, God told me to do this, but it's something that you think they're full of crap? Yeah, because of that, you know, we go to the Word of God, because that is the, the true Word of God, and you know, nothing defiled in it. And not just that, but also when we have the Spirit, we have the discerning and understanding. 
So, so it's not just what I feel, how I feel, you know. And, and so it's all about what is in the Word of God, in the Bible, and also what's in our spirit. If we walk in spirit, you know, we have that discerning understanding that God is interceding through us. But people are discerning that spirit in different ways, is that right? See, the, the Bible says test all things, test and, okay, the spirit. That's great. And so yeah. what's the system by which you test your understanding of the spirit of God versus somebody else's? What's the system by which you can know who's full of crap and who's actually doing the right thing? Like I said. Is there a, is there a system? Of, of course. I but mean, besides the Bible? Uh, there's a Bible and there's that spirit that we have at discerning of the spirit. As so well. it's invisible spirits. Huh? It's invisible spirits is your that's test? Right. Just like the Bible says, it's like a wind. You don't know where it comes from, where it goes. So Jesus, uh, some of the few things that he said in the red letters is to sell all of your belongings and give the money to the poor. Have you done that? Yes. You've sold all of your belongings and given that money to the poor? Yes. No way. I'm pretty poor, actually. Would you give me money? Huh? I'm poor. Would you give me money? Uh, I would if that was God's will. How do you know it's God's will? Well, he would put on my heart mm -hmm. to have the discerning understanding that you are the needy one. What if I'm telling you that God is telling me to put it in your heart that, I mean, right now I'm communicating for God okay. and you have no way of discerning that I'm not, right? So God is telling me to tell you to give me money. Is it, are you down? Well, uh, the Bible says, ask and you receive and those who ask you should give. So if you ask me, oh. I would give you. Okay. I would feel really, I would take my douchiness to an ultimate level if I were to then take your money. So I won't do that. But hey, what's up? <laughs> Quit causing trouble. I'm really asking you though, have you really sold all of your belongings and given the money to the poor? Yes, yes. I, I, I lived in New York actually before and before I came to Hawaii, that's where uh -huh. actually I did all. I came, I was homeless. I, I just had a duffel bag and I was sitting in the park and that's when I gave my life to God. You no know? shit. Yes. So, so, and that's, I was oh, homeless. but it was after you were already poor. No, no, no. It, it, before. See, when God called me, uh -huh. I left all my possessions and I sold all the things. I came to Hawaii because God called me here. Uh-huh. And then, would you like for this country to be a Christian theocracy, like to have our our laws based on the Bible? Is that something that you would advocate for? Uh, whatever God has commanded us. Uh, so I'll ask you again, though. Is, was that something that you would advocate for, that you would want for us to have our government based on biblical laws? Yes. You would like that? Yes. What do you think should be the criminal punishment for homosexual acts? I don't think there would be any punishment. You want laws based on the Bible, but if yeah. people commit homosexual acts, you want no punishment? We don't live by the Old Testament. The, the Old Testament commands to punish them, but in New Testament, we call them to repentance. That's why we are here, to tell people to repent. So it's not about punishing them. It's about the eternal judgment, the eternal punishment. But Jesus also did not come to wipe out the law. He came to fulfill That's the right. law, right? At no point does he say, oh, never mind those things in the Old Testament, right? Actually, he did fulfill and. What he meant by that, that he, when he was walking, he fulfilled the law. So he never broke any law. He never sinned. So he fulfilled the law. But so just by walking around, he fulfilled the law? By doing all the things. That's pretty easy. I walk around. You're a sinner, so you have sinned. But uh -huh. Jesus never sinned. You know, he did everything like prophecy uh, foretold and what God the Father has told him to do. Do you know that the things written in the Bible are true because the Bible says that they're true? Yes. That's called circular reasoning. Okay. Yeah. And so you begin with the starting point that God exists, oh, right? Exactly. So unless you start Isn't with God, that an interesting starting point though? Like if we yeah, say like God. does God exist? And then your answer is, well, yes, I know God exists because oh, Bible, he exists. Bible, like no. is that really a good process by which to discern truth from non-truth? Yeah, see, the Bible says everybody knows that God exists. In Romans 1:18, you know, every, everybody is So God's because Paul wrote it down that God exists in my heart, that's proof uh, or evidence? Uh, yes. Yeah, so you I, understand that that's just a claim, right? That's not evidence of a claim. That's just a claim. Yes, but then we can go back and check. 
that if that's true so just like you know so how do we go back and check that the things that Paul said uh, just because he said they were true how do we go back and test that they're actually true uh, because of your conscience and your spirit because that's what God did he put it on your mind he wrote it on your heart so by your conscience you're convicted of your sin and that's how you know you're true and that's why the Bible says everybody knows that God exists and they're all without excuse mm -hmm. I think that's such a terrible, weak, weak claim and point that not only Paul tried to make, but that Christians try to make, is to just assert. Because like we're actually here trying to discern truth from non-truth in this world, you know? And for, for Christians to say, well, you're actually really Christian, you're not actually really an atheist, and you believe that God exists deep down in your heart, that's a super weak point to make. Like, do you not see the weakness in just asserting claims? and having no evidence to support them? Uh, no. Like, Paul just wrote these things down, right? And you believe everything that Paul wrote down, right? It, it, it wasn't Paul. It was the Holy Spirit through Paul that wrote oh, those things down. Okay, so again, okay, so unless right. we start with God, you can't know anything. So, uh -huh. like, you talk about the truth. What is the truth? Unless you start with God, you can't know anything. You can't even know what the truth is. That is a terrible beginning point to try to discern truth from non-truth. What, what, what is your beginning point? My beginning point is I don't know and I investigate. Exactly. So, so you and then we you, add you up claims sure. and evidence, right? So you can't be sure of anything then. Well, I can't be sure of a lot of things. There's a lot of I don't have 100% certainty yeah. of a lot of things. Do you have 100% certainty that everything written in the Bible is true? Yes. You have 100% certainty? 100. That is so awesome, dude. I envy you. I envy you. What was your favorite sin back in the day like before you were a, a Christian? What was that? Was there a, something specific thing that you like to do like drugs or like masturbate or uh, what were you into well, it, it was the whole life that i lived that was wrong like so, what what was your favorite thing my favorite thing? I, I don't really have a favorite thing i mean uh, I, I like i masturbate all the time I mean, like I mean, every other day pretty much yeah, do you yeah. did you used to masturbate no not every day you never no, masturbate? No, i masturbate but uh -huh. not every day so so it's not just that you know i i did alcohol and you know i did women yeah. and all that stuff so so cool. it wasn't just you know that was my greatest they were all the same like we talked oh, earlier like drugs did you get into drugs no actually to be honest i never even oh. tried even never even smoked in my life oh interesting yes uh, so 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 and I, I, that's why i believe you know god chose me because he saw my heart he saw my good heart that's why he called me you know that's why i came to hawaii you know to be his witness you know to be his son interesting well, we have uh, very differing uh, worldviews, but I appreciate you uh, sharing with me, man. Uh, what's your name again? Vasil. Vasil, thanks so much. I'm Adrian, man. Good stuff, man. Well, if this whole street preaching thing works out for you and you end up making millions of dollars, don't forget to sell all of your belongings and give the money to the poor, okay? See, well, I'm content with what I have, so I'm not there seeking to make millions of money. Not like these uh, prosperity preachers exactly. in their yeah, jets yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff, so right? And, and, and even if God is willing to bless me with that, I will be sure to come to God first. And, to and then the come to me ministry. second, okay? Okay, okay. Well, no problem. <laughs> Good stuff, buddy. Take care, man. Okay, God bless you. Well, that was another episode of the Intelligently Resigned Show. I hope you guys dug it. Thanks so much for the click. So now, I guess, just go ahead and try and enjoy the rest of your freaking lives, you animals. I will talk at you later. See ya. Because I wanted to throw up. That's the dumbest question you've ever asked. Oh yeah! Right now his feet are permanently positioned on my ribs.